In a world where options are limitless, but time is not, two heroes take a stand against injustice and overwhelming viewing choices. Starring Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens. A podcast that lets you know what's worth watching and what's not. From the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center, this is Binge or Cringe. Hello and welcome to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. And we have watched Clarice, Clarice, which is on CBS All Access, which is about to be Paramount Plus. And it just came out a week or two, two ago. I maybe. think the second episode dropped. Probably so like, just the other so day. it's maybe two weeks like out. So in this story, Clarice, the, the actress who I am rude and haven't looked up, she sounds, I'm not listening to her next to her, but in my recollection, she sounds just like Jodie Foster did. And it, it doesn't stand to reason that she would be right. imitating James, James Vanderbeek from Varsity Blues. That would be strange. So we, 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 I'm going to conclude that you are correct. She's going mm-hmm. for more of a Jodie Foster than a, I don't want your life. Like, even <laughs> though there's a distinct parallel between those two voices. So it takes place a year after the whole Buffalo Bill, basically the, the events, the events of Silence of the Lambs, mm-hmm. and she is wait for it a little traumatized. I mean, I can't imagine why. Yeah, Nothing in that movie would be traumatic in any way to anyone for any reason at any time. So I don't know what her oh, big deal is. There was that guy that ate people. And yeah. And there was the other guy. And then he the ended skin. up on Monk. So. But I mean, there was a lot of moisturizing, and moisturizing, there was mo- as moisturizing I understand, is good. It's good for your skin. Yeah. So what has happened is the last person that sh- that was taken by Buffalo Bill, she rescued. And then she kills Buffalo Bill. Not the person, but Clarice. And so the mother of that person she saved is a senator or a lawyer or a she's lawyer a big, senator. She's a big to-do. Yes. Yeah. And so she wants a task force so this never happens to anyone else again. And she wants Clarice to be the face of it because... Buffalo Bill, you don't forget a story like that. No. So. No, that's the stuff that they're going to be putting that on like, you know, murder shows, like mm -hmm. documentaries aplenty. Like if that was a real world event would just be continually made. Have I mentioned that because I listen and watch a lot of this YouTubery about serial killers, there are two of them, but I'm thinking of one in particular uh, who, what Buffalo Bill did, nothing compared to this guy. The the guy, he he liked women's faces, and I think he only actually killed one or two people. He would just go dig up freshly buried women and then cut their skin off and hang it on his wall. That's, I just want you to know that my, my stomach is doing something in a way that I don't know that yeah. I'll be able to eat tonight because, because you've shared that fact with uh-huh. me. Like, and he, I mean, and as a person who, like, I have... He made a belt out of... All of the, huh, let me dance around these words. The top of a baby bottle is called a, okay, so he cut all of those off, made them into a nice little belt for himself to wear. He made himself a wardrobe out of various body parts and pieces and then hung them on the wall. Now, as someone that over the course of like, let's call it. I kept thinking they would get stuck in the loops. Let's call it the last 40 years. There have been women's faces that I have liked. Like throughout, like I've had a couple of relationships and I, I liked a couple other faces. Never did it ever occur to me (laughs) ever that had one of them passed. If I should be like, you know, 
I need a way to remember her. Not not <laughs> photographs, not not mementos, not notes uh, or text messages that they had sent me. I need to dig up their body, cut, cut their off face. their face, and I, like not their head, just like skin the face off, and not even like in a cool face off John Travolta Nick Cage way, like hang it up on the wall. But I'm I. You know what? No, I don't. I don't. I, I was going to ask some questions, but I don't want them answered because you then can I have deep to think dive about in there because that actually no. Happens. That is that is not where my so, headspace wants to be. So and uh, yeah, they caught the guy or he killed him. I forget because sometimes I watch all these real serial killer things. Uh, they're all like twenty minutes long, and then they all run together. But it's a thing. So Buffalo Bill saves the girl. There's the thing, and Clarice is like, eh, I don't really want to do this. And so you've got the gruff. Won't give you no respect, guy who leads it, who thinks that she's, I think he would say, full of bunk. I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. If we're if we're going to use vernacular like from several decades ago. Yeah. He's, bunk. he's bunking it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have the other two guys who aren't. And and she solves crime. And that's I mean, it, where it's I essentially it, it boils down to a procedural. Yes. That hap- just happens instead of being a CSI or a Law and Order, it's it's a sequel series of sorts to Silence of the Lambs. The only caveat with oh, this... Oh, it's quite a caveat. Um, they only have the rights to the characters that originated in Silence of the Lambs. Now, most people do remember Sir Anthony Hopkins' portrayal of Hannibal Lecter mm-hmm. in that. However, that is not the book that he originated in, mm-hmm. Red Dragon is. So, unless there is some sort of deal, or I'm sure money changing hands is part of the deal that makes this happen, Hannibal Lecter cannot be mentioned and cannot appear in this series, which seems strange when you have two characters that are so heavily associated. Didn't they kind of call him, just say, you know, your mentor from the other case or something? I think you, I think you cannot, you, but you cannot explicit, yeah. like, at no point can they, they can't show a clip from Silence of the Lambs. Can they mention Fava Beans? Um, I don't think Fava Beans originated in that novel, but I don't know the exact details of all the, the workings. And out. here's the thing that kind of made me go, hmm, the girl that she saved took Buffalo Bill's dog, Precious. I was like, well, I mean... Somebody. Where was Bi- the dog going to go? I mean, the Bill, dog didn't... Bill obviously is dog didn't do anything wrong. Like, huh. That's just got the wheel spinning. But is that, how would you not, okay, let's say I, I take that dog of somebody that lowered me down into the hole and like wanted to give me the hose and like told me to put the lotion on the skin. Mm-hmm. How would you not associate that? And, and I'm, I'm not blaming the dog. I'm not no. saying string the dog up. I'm not saying put the dog to sleep. But how would you personally not be able to associate that with that dog every time you saw that dog? Mm, yeah, there's that. Or, and I don't remember this part. I know there was one point where she was trying to get the dog to come over to the edge for some reason. I think to pull it in to get his... I think, but I don't remember that. But maybe just seeing the dog was the highlight of her day, I guess. And she thought maybe it's not the dog's fault or... I mean, definitely not the dog's fault. But I'm just like, it seemed... I would want every bit of all of that as far from my memory Uh as I could ever get it. And if I could get those brain cells removed that remembered that, I would do it. Just absolutely in no way do I ever want to relive or or, or think about any of that. And I've never had anything even remotely 
tra- as traumatic as that happened to me. And there are things that I just I don't want to think about. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You're listening to Binge or Cringe, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens about what is worth watching on TV. And I have watched a lot, a lot, a lot. And since we were talking CBS All Access, the show that followed the Super Bowl was a remake of The Equalizer with Queen Latifah. Man, talk about three disparate and and like... Uh, unless there's another version of it that I'm not thinking of. You have the original who was, to put it mildly, very unqueen Latifah like mm-hmm. to be followed by what I'm assuming is the still. I, I don't know if there's another there's an equalizer three in the pipeline. But Denzel Washington has also starred mm-hmm. in, in 2014 two, movie. two movies like based on that original series. And now we have. Queen Latifah. Like, that's some really different ground. So the first one was 85 to 89 with Edward Woodward. Who is who is not in any way, wait, shape, wait, wait. form, or he's fashion. Got, he's got a specific set of skills. So oh. So right here so on, on Wikipedia. So it's like Liam Neeson. Yeah. How about that, huh? Anyway. Oh, and it had four seasons. I, kn- I was aware of it. I just didn't really watch it. Not that I was. It was just. I just didn't really watch it. That's all. And I wonder, seeing as it was an NBC show, NBC Universal is the distributor, but the original network was CBS. I don't know if you can find the original. But the... And then there's one movie so far with Denzel. I'd say it would be fair to assume that either the Peacock or CBS All Access has it. So, on... And I've watched the first two episodes. So, what you have is... Queen Latifah worked for the CIA and nobody knew it. And she quit because they lost her trust or something. Chris Noth is in it. He is not Mr. Big, but say, he basically say, is. Say that five times fast. Exactly. And Chris Noth has something to do with the CIA and a whole lot of money. But it's not really explained why, because he's, he's a gajillionaire and he'll like make things happen so but he doesn't work for the cia and he says he doesn't work for them and they just let him go his own way it's very okay i don't really get what's happening with so you. he's he's like a less hands-on like tony stark or bruce wayne like he's not going to go out there dressed in like bi-weave kevlar or in like a flying suit but mm-hmm. if Queen Latifah wants to go out there and do her thing, he's not with the CIA, but like he's he's basically being her handler kind of sort of. So another person you would recognize from other things happens to be Adam Goldberg. So, that's right. Saving Private Ryan and many other things. So, Adam Goldberg's character is married. Adam Goldberg is married to the, the, a woman. The first, they, the first thing that came to my head was the show. The, the Goldbergs. would be hilarious. And I was just like, "Wait, no, that's no, not that guy." And so he's married, and they're they've somehow worked with Queen Latifah in the past, and they have specific sets of skills. But I don't know if they worked for the agency. But he doesn't like the FBI, and in his room where. 
everyone thinks he's dead, but he's not. But his wife obviously knows he's not. She can shoot stuff real good. And he does computer hackery stuff. And he has the entire wall in their basement. It's just screen after screen after screen. Kind of disturbing. But I guess he just sits there and either watches a lot of TV till Queen Latifah shows up and says, hey, make do this electronical thing and it, he does i want us to be the ones that present like the dossiers to people and like whenever we've got like the pictures that are like paper clipped in there but instead of the really long bullet points it's just got shoot stuff real good <laughs> computery like it's just i mean do they really ever like read all of those like i just i would like to see her just going through going wait shoot stuff real good yeah. How good? Like, how good is Real. good? Just, extra good. Real good. Super good. And, and, hold on. Uh, what was this woman's name? Because I recognize her. Oh, yes. Lorraine Toussaint. She plays Queen Latifah's aunt, and you would know her. Well, of course, you, Adam, would know her from Hudson Hawk. But she was in... Catch the Adventure. Law and Order. Catch the Hawk. She was in Law and Order and Saving Grace and Crossing Jordan and... Um, Orange is the New Black. Oh, that's where I know her from. Okay. So uh, this woman, you would recognize her. I've seen her before. Okay. So the story is, in some, I enjoy, first let me say I enjoyed The Equalizer with Queen Latifah. Even though it is predictable in that it is a procedural and you know what's going to happen. You know that only they can figure out how to like get past that firewall. Now, only they can do this. And, and to be fair... At this point, especially, I think, for you and I, it's hard not to be yeah. – like, there is almost no genre that I can sit there and watch and not just go, this is what's about to happen. Like, it's to the point that sometimes my kids don't want to watch television with me because if I start talking, even though Dad hasn't seen it, I'm so accurate with it, it's like I'm ruining it if I speak it aloud. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, there's there's not a lot that surprises me anymore. So – Queen Latifah's character has left the agency, and she is at first adrift, but she she left for whatever personal, professional reason. I don't really know. But she is divorced and has a teenage daughter, and she wants to spend more time with her daughter. Now, her daughter is uh, a little spoiled and just always mad at her mom because her mom just, like, disappears in the night and stuff, and she doesn't show up for things, and you can't trust mom to be there when mom is, you know, saving the world. It's m- so, m- much how you assume, like, Lois and Clark's kids yes. probably are just being like, Dad, Dad didn't show up to my game. Oh, and just no. be like, Sorry, your, your dad was messing with a nuclear reactor, okay? Mm-hmm. This guy showed up in a metal suit that has a kryptonite heart, and I had to stop him. Right. Sorry. Sorry. So, of course, by the end of season one or season two, the daughter will find out. I, I'm going to float the idea that the daughter will get kidnapped and her mom will have to save her. And that's how she'll find out that she has a specific set of skills. I'm just going to say that's what's going to Everybody happen. seems to be very skilled. Very skilled. Show. Now, what is fun about it and what is different, I'll even float the word empowering. I was raised watching the men saving everybody because... They just did. Unless you were the bionic woman or Wonder Woman. So here you have Queen Latifah is not just the saver or the doer. She is the equalizer. I'm the one you call when you can't call 911. 
I mean, and even even in those situations, like Wonder Woman, I believe was a spinoff, or it may not have been a direct spinoff of of Superman, but like mm-hmm. Bionic Woman was a spinoff of six million. Was he six million dollars at that point? I'm sure with inflation, million, he's much yeah. more expensive now. So, what I like about it is for the younger generations watching it, is it seeing um, a woman of color, a woman of Asian uh, ancestry. And um, Adam Goldberg, <laughs> and they're they're um, she is leading them, and they're all working together, and they're all very well educated, and they all have a specific set of skills. So many more people. It's not all whitewashed, is what I'm trying to say. Now, the guy who has all the money is, of course, the white guy, Chris. That's Nossa, that's, but that's realistic. I, I'm I'm a white <laughs> landowning male, and even I know that like. It's the old white men that have all the money. That's, I mean, that's not, that's not giving any kind of information to anybody like new. Like that's just the sad reality of things. But if you're, I would like to think that if you were a ten-year-old and you're watching this, it would kind of imprint on the oh, uh, we're equal, we can do anything, which. We are, and we can. So I like that aspect out of it, even though I do find it a bit hmm, cookie-cuttery, but only because I've watched those shows a million times. It's everything that's already happened on The Rockford Files. It's everything that's happened on McMillan and Wife and Columbo. It's just this time Queen Latifah is the Sherlock Holmes. How how long has television been producing procedurals? Right. It is You are going to... You are going to eventually start repeating yourself mm-hmm. in some way at this point. So Queen Latifah's hair looks amazing, and she has great lines. And, of course, there's the police officer who doesn't know who she is, but he knows that she has a specific set of skills. And that she's sassy. She is, is sassy. Is she sassy in this? She is okay. very sassy, and he is also sassy, and you can trust him. And you know that he's not a mole. So it's like, he's like her Jim Gordon. Exactly. Okay. But he doesn't quite know her deal yet. She just knows that she can trust him. So she'll like solve crime and then leave it for him to well, find. I mean, Jim Gordon didn't exactly know Batman's deal, but he's just like, yeah. man, he'll probably drop that mobster off and like, you know, tie him to the top of a yeah. a light or so. Yeah, there he is right now with uh-huh. a no, with a bat signal on it. There. So the equalizer on... CBS All Access, about to be Paramount, and I think it did pretty well right after the Super Bowl. I, I don't remember. But it is, it does a good job for what it is. It is not going to suck me in, like, I don't know, Star Trek Discovery, which is on the same streaming service. But if you want a procedural, if you like Queen Latifah, if you just want, oh, I wonder what this week's story is going it, to, it's perfectly acceptable and fine and well done for what it is. It is not... Going if to be noth- a crazy news story. If nothing else, it is an enjoyable diversion. Yes, it is. I enjoyed it for what it was, and it was well done. That's all. I mean, I there's like as much as I would love everything to be just groundbreaking and make me like stop for a minute, mm-hmm. like and just try to drink it all in. Like sometimes it's nice to watch, like like Clarice. There wasn't anything particularly groundbreaking about mm-hmm. it, but like, did I enjoy myself? Yeah, mm-hmm. enough. Like I didn't think that I wasted an hour of my time like there have been shows like that oh yeah and when when you are being starved for content because i mean at this point like i don't think there's anything i'm not caught up on 
Um, sometimes not being terrible. I know what you're not caught up on, Adam. You still haven't watched Good Omens, and I've only told you a million times. Okay, well, then there's there's one thing that mm-hmm. I haven't caught up on. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, per, we'll, we're going to hypothetical, pretend. And you I still haven't up. watched 15 seasons of Supernatural. That's, that is true. I haven't. But that, like, that's, that's it's the same reason why it took me a minute to get into X-Files, because I, I know what kind of person I am. There are only eight episodes of Good Omens. And when, when I get into Supernatural, and I can't imagine I won't, because it's oh, just, will. it's, it's the X-Files with, like, a dudes really dudes good soundtrack. With and a good soundtrack and a sweet car. Yeah. Like, and cheeseburgers no, and pie. There's no way I won't enjoy that show, and, like... I mean, what are we talking about? 24, 27 episodes Same a season? All. Yeah. Well, but I'm saying like, but I'm I'm way behind. Then good omen yourself. It's not like you don't have access. I'm just saying. At at some point I will jump into those. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. But like I under like I don't I don't have addictions that are going to get me arrested. The only time like it's the same reason like I tried to stay away from Stargate for so long. I was just like Oh, yeah, see, I have avoided it as well and I haven't I seen like, the new battle. I was Star. like crap, there's like four or five of them. And like it's when I watch Star Trek like even the ones that I didn't enjoy. Like I've seen every episode of Voyager, not because I wanted to, it's because I had to. Yeah, someone had to. I really like that one that was in black and white and um it was uh it was an old-timey one, and Paris was, I forgot. It was like The Flash, version black and white, and it was Voyager. I don't remember why. Just look it up. I just remember liking that one. Anyway. Chaotica, maybe? I don't know. I, and I, and think, I like I think the I way she said, Chakotay. I think I remember that one. Most of Voyager I have blocked out. That's really all I can remember at the moment. Anyway... It's perfectly acceptable. So you've got the Equalizer, something new, and you've got Clarice. 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 And they're both on CBS All Access, about to be Paramount Plus. You can get a deal on it if you do that by the 4th of March. So there is that. And we will continue to consume media for you because that's what we do. Mass quantities. <laughs> I am Beldar. <laughs> Mrs. Thank Mrs. you Primat. so much for listening to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. You've been listening to Binge or Cringe. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.